Welcome, everybody, back to the Game Ball Podcast. I am your host, Mark, and today I'm joined by Tom. Um, Jen uh, was not able to make it tonight, but I think she just knew that half of this podcast would be talking about Final Fantasy VII, so <laughs> she just decided to, I'll take the week off, boys. You guys can have it. I think nice. I like... I, I like to think that's what she did. It was a very nice gesture on her part. Yes. And, uh, yep, so wait for later in the show when we talk about way too much of Final Fantasy VII. Um, but before we get there, Tom, what have you been playing? So not not nothing too exciting. I, I was on vacation last week, so I didn't really get a chance to play a whole lot. But I did continue Ever Crisis. And, my God, is the menu system in that game so horrible. <laughs> It's like gotcha stuff just everywhere. I just want to play the game. I don't give a shit about leveling up weapons to five stars and blah, 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 and all this other crap that you can do. I don't care about any of, any of that. I just want to play the game, which itself is pretty good. Yeah. I don't, it's, it's, it's really not, it's not super different. I haven't gotten to like the special stuff yet um, with young Sephiroth and all that other stuff. I haven't gotten there yet, but. So far, it plays like you would think a remake of Final Fantasy VII would play. Uh, underneath all of the other garbage that's happening on the screen. Uh, so yeah, so far, so good. Uh, I'll report back once I am able to get to that other stuff. But what, what, do you, what do you think of the look of the game? I like the look of the game. I think it's almost like they took the chibi sprites and just made them better. Like they they didn't try to make them look realistic. They're more. I like the fact that they're more chibi like, like the like the world sprites in original Final Fantasy VII. I I think it gives it a little charm, so it's not yeah. super realistic. Like it has to look like the remake. I like that. I like the simplicity of it. Yeah, I only ask that question because coming from the Legend of Zelda fandom, um, the look of people seems to be very very important to some people. <laughs> I, I'm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Zelda is a weird one because, well, as you know, yeah. you can end up with stuff like uh, what was the what was the remake that just came out? Um, the Game Boy remake, uh, Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening. People either loved or hated that, or yeah. you have Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom, which is a totally yeah. different. Yeah, uh, and yeah, the the whole thing um, with that, not to get off a slight Zelda tangent. Was it was just the idea of people, the fans of that game, and I was on the opposite end of this reaction, but that just wanted to, like, it needed to stay cool. He needed to be cool. He couldn't be a little cartoon character. It'd be, be cool cute. dude. Yeah, he had to be a cool dude with a shield and sword. Um, be cute, Mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I love Wind Waker, as I said, and we'll get to that later. Um, so. So they, if I remember correctly, and then we can move off Ever Crisis. Um, this is mashing together just Crisis Core and Seven, or does it touch on anything else in there? Uh, there will be uh, other characters that are not from either of those games that are they're going to show up in this. Their original characters. Okay. Excuse me. Um, and it, there will be some pre-Crisis Core stuff happening also. So that's that's the BC. That's the before crisis, right? Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That that's like the young Sephiroth stuff that we're gonna see. Okay. We'll we'll get to see that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so far so good. I so so far so good. Have you tried it yet? I have not. Okay. 
No, I'm too busy yeah, playing mean, another game, which I will get to. When you're when you're just hanging out and you're you know you don't feel like turning your console on, it's it's pretty good time sink. Like before bed or you know on the toilet, like you're supposed to play. Supposed to play mobile game. <laughs> so you're supposed to play Final Fantasy VII on the toilet. Um, I mean, theoretically, turn-based games are perfect bathroom games. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> you don't need much reflexes. No, not at all. Uh, uh, so any, yeah. Anything else? Yes, I have been playing F zero ninety nine. I have not been able to touch that yet. But... So when we're not, we're going to be talking about the Nintendo Direct a bit later, yeah. but I wanted I'm, I want to get into this now. Yeah, because I have thoughts. Yeah, I, I I have not played it, so my review when we got to that section would have just been, "Hey, this is okay," you know. But you have played it and seem to have, as you said, thoughts. Well, I had thoughts before I played the game already. <laughs> uh, so all I've been asking for for I don't know the past since we started this podcast, pretty much, is a new F Zero game. And I saw I heard the music, and I was like, "Oh, are we get, are we really getting a new F Zero? I can't believe it. We're it's happening." And then they tell me that it's a goddamn 99, 99 person battle royale game, and I was like, "Why wouldn't it be?" Thanks, Nintendo. You t- you ruined you ruined the moment. Like it it looks great. It's interesting because they took the Super Nintendo style, not the N sixty four or the GameCube style. Yeah, and I'm all right with that. But there's one big problem with it. It does not play like this Super Nintendo version at all. Oh, that's weird. So the controls are the same, but the handling is not the same. Like if you played F Zero and then you played this, it would be very difficult to go back and forth. the The handling is very floaty, which I guess is the point. They want to make it more difficult so people crash out sooner, and you you know you don't have a million people on the track at one time. But it yeah. just it just it upset me quite a bit because I I thought <laughs> I was like Nintendo you're 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 so close. Just give I I would have taken a new F0 game in that style. I would have been fine with that. Give me F0 zero, zero, you know, or like a reboot. I don't care. Yeah. That would have been fine with that, but they just they had to they had to make it they had to make it a battle royale game. I I I will say uh, two things about it, just because we'll get to this now. Um, I knew they had to do the Super Nintendo look to it because if you're going to do a 99 game, the less intensive graphics, the easier it is to do. Yeah, for um, sure. So for sure. Um, that's, that was the obvious reason for that. But I didn't like the tease in the direct of where they just show you the first stage and then I'm waiting for it to do the Super Mario RPG thing and then explode into a remake. Well, that's what I mean. That's what I was hoping for. Yeah. And it just never happened. Yeah, it was just that I, I went to pinpoint that precise moment when it comes down and says Mute City 1. I was like, ah, ah. And then it went 99. I'm like, ah, this might be okay. But um, yeah, it. I, I want to get my hands on it and play it um, just because I played all the other 99s and all that. Um, jumped out of Tetris quickly because I found out I'm not very good at Tetris. <laughs> um, and you know, just see, just see where it goes. But yeah, the, I just wish, and we'll get to this later about other series is that it feels like Nintendo just half listens to what the fans say. It does seem like that to me, Mark. (laughs) Oh, they're mentioning F-Zero. They want it as this. No, 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 that's not, no. 
<laughs> it was so, so close. Like I said, Nintendo was this close to making it, make making what we wanted, and then they yeah. just screwed it. But I played the game. It is incredibly hectic. Like, yeah. I know Battle Royales are supposed to be hectic, but there's 99 people on a normal-sized F-Zero track, and you only get four laps, just like a regular yeah. race. Yeah, and you take damage by hitting the cars, which... Yes, you will take damage by getting hit or hitting other cars. There's there's back markers that you can still hit, so there's more than 99 cars on the track at once. But <laughs> Jesus. And then there are also... Um, like giant gold back marker cars that if you run into them, they give you like power up like a like a bonus bar. And that if you fill that bar, it gives you like a super boost and you can it like raises you up a level above the track, yeah. which that's cool. That's that's a good idea when you have a million cars on the track and you need you need to yeah. figure out a way to get people off the track. Yeah, and um, it, 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 um, it rewards players who played the game as they want it played and not just race. Right. Cause I just raced and I got my ass whooped. <laughs> I think I finished 40th or something. I just was trying to just race and not battle people. And I, I just, I got smoked by everybody. It was, it, it was a little annoying. Cause I was like, all right, well, what if I just want to like race? I guess I got to play F zero. I can't play this yeah. Be because it didn't, it was just not, I mean, I didn't come close to winning. I'm sure there's all kinds of strategies already out there for this yeah, for this style of game. And I just don't have I I I only did a few races, but it's tough. It's not an easy win by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, it feels like something that maybe we've grown out of, you know, the Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I I think that very well may be the case because I don't know. It, it it's just so, it's just so hectic, and I I just want to play a game. Yeah. I don't want to have to like reinvent the wheel here yeah. uh, to play an F Zero game. But like I said, they were so close, and they just said Battle Royale. Uh, and as soon as, <laughs> as soon as I saw ninety nine, I was like, oh man, really? That's what we're doing, Nintendo? That's the best you yeah. got? Yeah, but yeah, at least they're. At least uh, doing stuff for the online service because it sometimes feel like feels like they forget they have it. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else before? No, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. I was right. let down again. <laughs> uh, so um, I'll start off mine with a um, non gaming related uh, big time scare I had. Um, I. Ordered a uh, NVMe drive, right? I got those letters in the correct yep, order. That right? was correct. Um, SSD. Um, after confirming with Tom that my motherboard had the slot, <laughs> um, and and for those of you that have put together computers or know the components, um, in order to get to my NVMe slot, I needed to move my GPU out, put the put the SSD in, put the uh, GPU back in. Um, so I did all that, got it done. Um, and my computer had a couple updates and, you know, then just started acting weird. Um, in that the, um, what's it called the, uh, graphics card thing I had kept saying it needed an update. I kept updating and kept saying it still needed the update. Then windows kept having that little dot notification, um, in the power button thing. And I kept restarting the computer and that would never go away and it would never update. 
And then after like a bunch of reboots, then all of a sudden it couldn't read my GPU. And I thought I had broken my GPU. Um, and uh, literally it could, like, I could, the, re- the way I thought where I, I don't know enough about GPUs to know it was still displaying a photo, uh, displaying a picture, um, but it was in like 480 or some weird thing. Um, so I, So part of me was like, I don't think I've completely broke it. I just don't know what's going on here. Um, so I moved it around. I switched it from one thing to the other, you know, because there's two GPU slots. So I went to the other one. Um, after a little bit, still didn't work. And then finally, I was about to do just a Windows, in, like, wet clean, new install of Windows because this whole update thing was freaking me out. Um, <laughs> went to try and do that. I even have, I downloaded Windows, have it on a USB, all ready to go. Started it out. They wouldn't let me wipe Windows. It said, hey, it failed. Oh, well. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, it came up with the options. Like, do you want to do a system restore instead? I'm like, sure. And thankfully, the most recent one was like Thursday. So I just had to download a couple updates for games. Uh, so I did the system restore, and everything just magically worked again. Um, so I don't know if the update for Windows was borked or the... Uh, graphics card update messed it up, or more, I did something. <laughs> I, I, I still can't explain this. I don't know I, how how it happened. Know. No idea. Yeah. Um, then I had then I realized with the SSD, I had to do all these extra steps that I didn't know I had to do to be able for it to properly use the SSD um, because it wasn't. Uh, maybe it was all part of the problem, and I didn't have to do some of that stuff. Because it wasn't reading the SSD. Like it said it was there, but it wasn't giving it a letter. Oh, uh, yeah. You you would have had to uh, initialize yeah. it. Yeah. So I did all that. But then then when I <laughs> did the system restore, it read it and gave it the letter D um, after I gave it M before. So I don't know what happened. It's working. That's all I care about right now. Um, but yeah, I, I was looking up prices for GPUs and getting ready to go to Micro Center in the morning. Because this was like at 1.30 in the morning. Um, oh. Yeah, oh, this was taking place. So that was my one scare. So needless to say, I have not been able to play the one game uh, that I've been wanting to play on computer that I've just been playing on console, which is Starfield. Um, I tried to play Starfield on the PC through a, through a hard disk drive, uploading from that and that. that, that yeah, way too long of load times. Um, it was not working. So I've not been able to try it since the scare. Um, but I have been playing an awful lot of that game, Tom. I am currently at, I think it's a uh, 20, 37 hours wow. um, because it reads it in days, hours, minutes. And okay. I, I don't know why it doesn't do just straight hours, but I think it said like one day, 13 hours and something minutes. Um, and I have barely done the main quest. I think I've done like four of the main quest um, things. Um, I am. I have uh, started the initial thing of one of the uh, factions, and I am a Free Star Ranger. Um, that's not spoilers because basically, when you find them, they tell you you can do it. Um, and plus, if you haven't played a Bethesda Fallout game before, you can do things. You can join organizations. Um, so I've done that. That took a long time. Um, I got. I went and did a special mission that got me a ship. And then I got a better ship for doing uh, something else, and it made that 
45 minute to an hour and a half quest that I was not the right level for completely useless. <laughs> um, so, and then I kitted out my, that thing to give it much more storage. And then the next ship I got had double the storage. Uh, of course. So, <laughs> so it was just, just stuff like that. Um, I'm really, exactly. I'm really, really enjoying the game. Um, I think I said on last week's podcast that I just started playing it or last episode, um, that this game is very much, if you like Bethesda games, if you like Fallout, if you like not Skyrim so much, um, because Skyrim's its own, all its own animal. Um, this is essentially Fallout in space, um, in the way it's structured. You know, like I said, there's factions, there's side quests, there's funny characters, there's um, you know, fun decisions you can make. Um, you get emotionally invested in some of the decisions. Um, the weapon system. There's only a handful of, I think, types of guns, and then they're all just modded off of that. So you tend to get your guns that you like in the beginning and just stick with that um, forever. I've been using just basically this laser gun and then this, uh, and then a regular bullet um, gun. The the upgrade tree is ridiculous and mind blowing because there's way too much um, going <laughs> I on. Agree. There's and way too much going on. I'm at level. I'm level twenty one. 22, 21 or 22. Um, I finally paid off my house. So I have my dream house that I started decorating. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my first outpost on the moon or Luna, as it is called in this game. Um, is it Earth, Earth's moon? Earth's moon. Yes. Okay. Yes. But they call it Luna because you can't call it moon. Right. Because there's <laughs> a million moons. Yeah. Um, so I have it there because I needed iron and Luna has iron. So I built an outpost on there. Now I just need to find a planet with a lot of aluminum and build a second outpost. Uh, so I'm enjoying doing that. Um, the, the the main quest hasn't grabbed me yet. All the side stuff has seemed more fun um, right now. So I don't know if I'm just not enough into it um, to get it, but I'm really liking it. Um, like I said, I'm leaning on the side where I'm like a eight and a half, nine out of 10 because I've played these games before and I didn't think it was more than it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, and yeah, I I am enjoying it. I made my character look like Haley Williams from Paramore. Of course. And then I, I named to. and I named my most recent ship the Misery Business. <laughs> because I am a uh, Free Star Ranger, which is basically just the bounty hunters, cops, I guess, of that section of the world. And I'm just going out and taking out pirates. So I'm giving them the Misery Business. Uh, I'm a nerd. It's a perfect, it's a perfect match. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it is. Uh, the best part is by uh, having a last name that the game recognizes. The robot calls me Captain Williams. Um, throughout it, um, I found my first true Bethesda bug. Um, I rescued these two guys in a quest, and I was supposed to drop them off. I went to the planet to drop them off. Got the quest marker for dropping them off, saying, "Hey, here's your XP. Here's your money." Dropped off. Those two guys are still on my ship. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good. I keep going back to the planet. They do not leave my ship. So I'm like, they're not doing anything. They're just standing there. Um, now, do they show up on your ship's inventory? No, they're just there. <laughs> just there. And, and they're in the same spot. Like they that's don't move. I, I haven't actually looked for them since I switched ships about 30 minutes before we got on here. Um, I'd be interested to see if they're still there. Yeah, because I switched ships. Um, but yeah, so the shipbuilding's amazing. 
Um, one of the fun things that I found by watching videos is that apparently somebody found out that the AI, and I hope to God they don't patch this out, the ship AI only shoots to the center of your sprite, you know, your 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 character your ship. So they people were building ships without the middle and just like they were like perimeter, like like a square without a middle in it. And the ships were like, and the ship and ships were invulnerable. <laughs> because it had no it had no point to, to hit. Yeah, they were shooting in the middle of what would be the middle of the square, but since there was nothing in the middle, the stuff was just going through it. That's great. <laughs> so that's I hope I, as a jank. I, I hope they don't they don't take that out. They're, that's, they're that's 100 percent gonna patch that. There's no yeah. way they don't. <laughs> so good. Um, but I'm having fun um, playing an awful lot of it, um, and uh, probably gonna play more after we get off here. Um, the other games I've been playing, um, my need a break from Starfield game is I for some reason been playing a lot of NHL 23. Not sure why. Um, I pick up a sports game and just run with it for a while, whether it's FIFA, Madden, or NHL. Um, and it's NHL's turn this week. This week, um, so I've been playing that. That game's pretty decent. I'm looking. F- There's a lot of promises for 24 coming up, where they say the um, what's called the crowd is supposed to be, you know, more of a thing. Um, you know, they use special words for it. They're trying to be like the FIFA crowds, which are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see if that works. Um, but yeah, yeah, having fun with that. And then the other two things I'm playing, um, uh, I love that we're going to both talk about a phone game without Jen here. Um, <laughs> I have been playing way too much Monopoly Go. Oh my on God. My phone. I'm glad I, I, I had to delete that off my phone. <laughs> I, yes, I am. Le- I'm almost level 500. Um, yeah, Mark, I need it. to get rid of that. <laughs> it's it's a great work game when the email stopped flowing for a few hours just i haven't bought i would i have not paid a dime to that game yet um and it's it's it hasn't even tempted me it's like hey do you want to pay like five bucks and get this thing i'm like no i'll just wait till tomorrow and i'll have half of that half of those dice rolls um already but yeah yeah my niece invited me to it because she's trying to get the free things for inviting and i was like yeah i'll just do it to get her the free things and then i got hooked um, so I've been playing way too much of that. And I believe I am two-thirds of the way through Goodbye Volcano High. Um, I am really enjoying it if you've been watching our streams on it. Um, we'll probably... My goal would be I hope to stream tomorrow and finish it. Because I think I only have about two hours left of it, roughly. Um, I feel that after the Battle of the Bands, is going to be the end of the game. Um, so... It seems like it's building towards that. Yeah, so we're almost there. So we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, so just getting that, and then just basically playing Starfield until November seventeenth, I believe, is the date um, for when my next obsession comes out. Uh, but yeah, yeah, just gonna keep you updated on the uh, trials and tribulations of uh, of Haley Williams, who is kind of a cop a little bit. I'm a little. She- I'm a little bit of a cop. Is she kind of a bastard? No, I mean I've I've killed people, but I usually try to defuse the situation um, beforehand, only because it gets my persuade number up, and I can I can improve my persuade skill. Anytime I anytime I can get a number to go up, yeah, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. I had one thing where it was like basically all the choices were just basically gonna end in an attack, and I went, 
all right, I guess we're attacking this. And then one was a surprise attack. Like we got this whole conversation. I won and I got, you know, the thing I needed off of him and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden he's like, I want to go out my way. And then he just starts shooting at me. And I'm like, oh, Chris, what? <laughs> he like almost killed me, like immediately out of the cutscene. Um, yeah, but yeah. So yeah, I'll keep you updated on that. But uh, Tom, before we get into the two big things that happened this week with the Nintendo Direct and the Sony State of Play, which will be our topic for today's podcast, um, let's just uh, do a quick recap of some news. Um, first off, we'll, we'll start off with the um, Unity situation. Um, what, I what a, what a yeah. shit show that is. Yeah, I would recommend, because I'm not going to do it any justice, um, trying to bore you by rehashing it. I would go read a couple stories about it. Um, I know Jason Trier had some good ones up on it. Um, always a good source to go to for that. But essentially what I got was they were going to they were going to try and charge studios per download of their game if it had Unity. Which yeah. What a piece of shit move that is. Yeah, um, and they kept trying to play it off, and they just made it. And I think I think they eventually walked it all the way back. Um, I know they walked it part part of the way back. I didn't see if they walked it all the way back. I think it's pretty close to all the way back. But they, I, the thing that they didn't think about, um, essentially, and I just want to get in our, our our opinions and thoughts on this. Then the nuts and bolts, you can read the stories. But the one thing they didn't think about with this is. If you're charging the studios, what happens if there's like malicious downloads? Like uh, instead of instead of review bombing, people install and uninstall, install uninstall, install uninstall to like you know just put a bot to do it constantly to cost you the company they, they hate money. They would actually think that far ahead. <laughs> no, no, because they would get the money. They didn't care. Right. It's just oh man, and and I love how quickly all this backpedaling happened when all the studios and stuff was like going. Oh, I guess. Uh, Guess, guess we, we won't be for... using Unity anymore. <laughs> I guess we got to look for a new engine, and then Unreal with its like, I wish I could say like a little bit of a like wink, wink, not to people, you know, about using Unreal Engine five um, for things. Oh, so good, uh, but yeah, it, it just it just shows another thing where you put a bunch of it, these decisions get made by a bunch of people in a room that have probably never done the thing. You know what I mean? Like they're just looking at numbers on a sheet. Well, yeah, they're, just, they're not looking at. It. They're just looking at the the dollar signs going up or the dollar signs going down. They're not yeah. look. They're not paying any attention to the people that are or the like. Yeah. What what this would do to people that use your stuff? Yeah, and it's not even like in in the sense that I don't even think they realize that you that people would uninstall and reinstall games. You know, their thing was like, oh, they install it once and they play it. And, and and then, you know, because these people probably don't do much gaming. So uh, it was it was such a mess. It was it was it was it was a dark, funny follow how all like everybody was united and shitting on unity, like big oh, yeah. companies, small companies. <laughs> it was a very they were a very easy target for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There was like, I think there was not much there was not much going for them. When when they I, I think they like, put this out. I think like Microsoft even was like hinting that they would pay for they would pay the companies whatever the charge was each month, like if they were on Game Pass. Um and then and then that's when Unity back back that, you know, Game Pass and Humble Bundle and something else was the first thing they made an exception for. 
Um, well, what's uh, that? See, that's where they went. They went wrong. If they're going to do that, they got to go all out. They can't be like they can't walk it back for just a couple of things because as soon as you do that, you got to walk it back for everything. Yeah. Which I'm. It sounds like that's what happened. Yeah. But um. Yeah. So apparently, I think the last thing I saw, and I could be wrong by the time the podcast comes out, is it might be just for the new version of Unity. They may let the legacy people not be affected by this, um, which I guess is a good compromise. <laughs> <laughs> Question mark. Uh, but yeah. So Unity had a terrible week, uh, but one company that is not having a terrible week, Tom, and uh, probably the end of our long ongoing discussion of the Microsoft acquisition of Activision Blizzard. I can't believe uh, it's coming to an end, Mark. Yes. I and don't believe it looks like, I mean, there's still one tiny hurdle, but the FTC has zero case um, because their people didn't understand video games. And the judge Again. is... People not understanding video games ruining everything for everybody else. I, I love that judge was basically essentially going, but she's like, I've never played these things, but what you just told me makes no sense to the FCC, FTC uh, with all their arguments. But anyway, so if you didn't hear, the UK regulator, um, CMA, I believe, the Competition and Markets Authority, um, finally approved um, the sale because of the um, uh, cloud gaming rights thing, which they, for some reason, hold up with um, because Microsoft's going to make um, Ubisoft basically, like, if they want a game, they want to use a game in the cloud that's an Activision game, they have to pay Ubisoft a licensing fee to do that, and that's sort of got the okay of the CMA. That That's that's about what I understood with it. You know, it's just the, the sheer, like, I... All I'm saying is I Call of Duty on Game Pass went this year. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm looking forward to. Uh, but the me too. I'll be I'd be happy to get back into it without having to pay for it. Yeah. The, uh, speaking of that, I do love the uh, the sizzle reel that plays before my streams now of when we win in the uh, battle royale thing. Oh, um, and uh, what the hell was that mode called? Cash for Plunder? whatever. Plunder. Yeah, Plunder. And you go, yeah, first place, we won. I never have to play Call of Duty again. It's <laughs> the end of that clip. <laughs> I don't think I've touched it since. I don't think yeah. I've, I've touched it since we stopped playing. <laughs> it's one of the two clips that makes me laugh every time. Um, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to this. Um, and I'll say it again for the last time, because until we'll just do a quick mention when it officially goes through, probably sometime in the next two to three weeks, because they have until October 18th, I believe. Um for to officially go through. Microsoft just wants King. They, yeah, we know. They, yeah. They, they just want Candy Crush. All this other stuff is is stupid and was just Sony trying to fuck them over. It was just Sony being being yeah. jerks about it because they knew that they didn't have anything to compete compete, compete with it. They already don't have anything to compete with Game okay. Pass, which is yeah. r- really what this stemmed from is that all this stuff is going to be day one on game pass and nobody's gonna buy it on a sony system ever yeah if they have both yeah right yeah and 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 i'm not saying that in the sense that yes antitrust and all that stuff is very important but if from Microsoft's side whatever sony or uk brought up they were like fine here we'll do this because the gaming side is not what they're they care about right. um so it was a fool's errand the whole time for sony um or who or and nvidia or whoever else was pushing back early on it was like microsoft was going to cave to everything 
because they just want Candy Crush. <laughs> yep. And they don't give a shit about the other stuff. Yeah. So, so bravo to them. Maybe Bobby Kotick can finally go the fuck away. And um, I hope so. I don't want to uh, see his stupid face anymore. Yeah. And we can uh, get on with our lives there. Um, speaking of Ubisoft, they did something very old school this week. For those of you that haven't really followed video game news in the age of social media and streaming and um, directs and state of plays and whatever the Xbox gaming showcase, I think is their thing is called. Yeah. Um, in the era of that, um, no, you have not been um, witness to a game just being announced out of nowhere in the sense that Ubisoft announced the division three in a press release, literally out of nowhere, out of nowhere, like, just to say, yeah, so uh, we're doing it with Massive. Here you go. <laughs> in a... Uh, no trailer, nothing. Yeah, and it was... And the best part about it, the release had nothing to do with, like, like the Division game. It's, it was somebody attached to the game um, was coming back to Ubisoft and the Division, and then they were just, oh, yeah, she's coming back because the Division 3 is coming out. Like, it's like the, oh yeah, by the way, the Division Three is coming. Um, yeah, it, yep. it was it's such an old school thing. Like, oh, this director's coming in; they're going to work on this game. And they're like, wait, that's the first time we've heard you're working on this game. What? What? Like, what? You're working on what? <laughs> uh, which, by the way, also is good news for you Star Wars Outlaws fans out there, um, because uh, 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 Julian, um, uh, I think it's Gerardi, Gerardi. Um, was the creative director for that game. So the fact that she, they're moving um, um, to, I think I said she in the beginning, it, 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 it is labeled as he in, in this story. Um, moving uh, to Division from Star Wars Outlaws pretty much means that that part of the production is done. Um, so probably not going to go back for rewrites and things like that. Um, so Star Wars Outlaws coming out, but... Yeah, it was it was so reminiscent of, and we're old enough for this time where things would be announced in like shareholder calls. You would find yeah, out then they, get, then they get leaked. Yeah, that's where, that's where leaks came from is shareholder yeah. calls because yeah, yeah, be like, hey, so in Q three we're uh, we're uh, allocating twenty million dollars for the marketing of uh, the Super Mario Brothers Sunshine. <laughs> that was what. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, you So this is very old school stuff, and it made me laugh when it happened. And someone actually printed the literally one sentence on it, and it was great. Um, so, for those of you who like the division, which I actually really do like the division, I just never finished either one because after a while, if you're not playing as a group or you don't play it from the very beginning, um, it's kind of hard to do it single player. Uh, but the the concept of the game is a really good one, and I do like the idea of like a post post apocalyptic or post you know downfall of something we're like it's a familiar map that looks unfamiliar um i like those kind of concepts um so i'm wondering what city they're going to go to next um for this um i don't know if they announced any of that but there are multiple like you could see how it is in other countries maybe you know maybe it happens in london or something you know but yeah so that was an interesting thing this week and then Speaking of leaks, Tom, I don't know how I made all these transitions fit perfectly together. I did not have these stories lined up this way. Um, <laughs> You're just that good, Mark. You're yeah, just, just that good. good. I'm just on a roll tonight. Um, so the 
massive Xbox leak, which was leaked by Xbox, um, <laughs> updating, uh, uploading all the documents to the FTC case. Um, they accidentally updated, uploaded things that um, were supposed to be redacted or not in there at all. So we found out some really fun details on it. So we'll go quickly through this. Um, obviously, the big one is that, and the one that's like basically, I hate this term, but it fits here. It was basically the nothing burger of it is that Microsoft considered <laughs> buying Nintendo. I'm like, of course they considered buying Nintendo. Well, it's it, it wasn't even that. It was they want they want to buy Nintendo. Like yeah. Phil Spencer wants to buy Nintendo. Sure he does. Yeah. I want to buy Nintendo too. Yeah. Who doesn't? Like it was just so stupid. Like people freaked out about that. I'm like, yeah. well, I mean, it makes sense. Why wouldn't you want to buy Nintendo? You'd get their whole catalog and make it you know, make it your own so i don't know i don't know why people like that's that's people's dream is to buy a company like nintendo yeah, yeah. and it probably might, could very much have been in an email or some kind of memo or something just going hey you know why don't we try buying you know nintendo um you know he needs to get they need it microsoft to get their xbox to get into the japanese market nintendo's a great way to do that you know the other options are like sega and capcom but you know as Microsoft has proved, they're go big or go home on some things. So, of course, that was the idea in the leaked email. That was just like, yeah. Um, no, that, it was kind of a terribly kept secret. I, yeah. I think that we all kind of knew that they wanted to buy Nintendo. It wasn't yeah. like a, it wasn't like yeah. they were keeping it away from us by saying something like that. Yeah. It just seemed weird to me. The whole thing was yeah. weird. Yeah. And uh, the one that raised my eyebrows a little bit was uh, Bethesda working on an Oblivion remaster. Just shows me that the Elder Scrolls Six is further away than we think. It's never yeah. coming, Mark. Let's be honest. Um, anytime soon. That they're they're going to fill in with a remaster there. Um, some interesting business stuff like the the AAA thing. Um, you know them. You know that uh, three quarters of Xbox gamers have a Series S, not X. Um, well, that's because you couldn't buy a Series X. Yeah. Yeah, and then the two game-related things on there um, was, you know, they were expecting Red Dead Redemption 2 to get a refresh on next-gen. Never happened. Um, well, that's, that's not their fault. No, but yeah. But that was one of the interesting things that they sort of thought they had that assurance from, um, you know, the you know the, either the creators or, you know, one of the housers, you know, who, who knows, um, said it, and they thought. Um, that and that the Microsoft drastically underestimated Baldur's Gate three. Um, they just thought it was going to be like a, as the thing said, a second run Stadia PC RPG, and that just shows that Microsoft does not know RPGs at all. No, they don't. We know we all we all know that. There's a reason that they don't have RPGs on their system. Yeah, I had no idea about that. Um, so yeah. The most interesting thing that came out about it was I want to know um, where that employee that uploaded those documents is working today uh, <laughs> because he's obviously not working for Microsoft. Um, Unless that was his job to leak that. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, Unity went, thank you, Microsoft. Uh, yeah, but it, they still stayed in the news. But, you know, but ah, interesting, interesting stuff. And then in the middle of all this, as we move on to our topic, Tom, there were two... Big, I, I don't know if I'm the big, but it's sort of like around the time of TGS. I wasn't, don't think we were expecting, you know, something 
um, to come out from a uh, um, that wasn't directly from TGS, but I guess they're sort of treating that like an E3 now, Square and, and Nintendo, where mm -hmm. they'll put out their directs and well, Sony did the state of play, but Square did its big thing, um, as we'll talk about. But uh, we had a Nintendo Direct and a Square and a Sony state of play, um, both within the same week. Um, couple, same I day. Think, same day, same, Mark. Same day? I thought it was a day apart or so. Pretty sure the same day. So probably I think one was to, in the morning and one was at night. Yeah, so I'm assuming it was tied to TGS. Um, but yeah, so we'll start off with Nintendo because... That was, in my opinion, probably the lighter of the two um, in terms of um, it with, that didn't have any big um, updates or announcements um, to it. Um, we already talked about F-Zero 99. Um, and then uh, the, other, the other thing that I'm looking very much forward to, um, that Princess Peach game looks really good. It does. It looks incredibly good. I was surprised at how good that game looked, but... Um, I I love a little, that, little faith for that game. I was I was I was worried about it. I love that it it has a different feel yeah, than a Mario game. Right, it didn't feel like a Mario game for sure. And I I love the leaning into Princess Peach in terms of uh, you know having her be her own character, you know, and not they've been doing it you know over the years, you know, um, in like the. Uh, the sports games and, and smash and all that stuff. But it's nice to see it going, Oh, Nintendo friend going, Oh, there, there might be girl gamers that might want to play as the princess. All right. There's, uh, there's girls that like princess peach that want to play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or, uh, or they just see the numbers. If they can get numbers like that, of how many people play as peach in the, in the four player games I'm going, Oh, maybe they, maybe somebody would want to play as this, but uh princess peach showtime. Um, it's basically, um, it's coming out in March. Um, essentially, the game is she's inside some kind of carnival, or sometimes she gets in all these different costumes and stuff. Um, and it it seems like a really fun, uh, quirky game. And the one of the big surprises, which when I saw it, I was like, okay, uh, was the Tomb Raider one, two, and three remasters coming that to was, Switch. That's very weird. Like, where where has this been? Yeah, this is a and it's not like it's not like they it's not a remake they're literally the same game with up with different assets like uprest assets yeah it's like the uh the halo thing where you can press a button to go back and forth yeah exactly it's the same source code same everything they just yeah. said oh yeah now you can now now it's now it looks nice and i think yeah. it's a first because it's the um like ps1 era has not they have not aged well so this yeah. might be interesting for other companies to go oh hey we have this game from that era we can do the same thing so i wonder if yeah. we might start seeing more up up reses like this as opposed to full-blown yeah. remakes yeah it was just a like it's one of those things that just like to me it was like why tomb raider <laughs> that that was basically my thought they haven't they haven't released a Tomb Raider in a while, so yeah. they had to do something. Yeah. So, and uh, speaking of HD re remasters, Luigi's Mansion Two, which is a freaking good idea. Um, I can't it, believe that never got remade. I was thinking to myself, so I was like, they didn't. They, they only left that on the 3DS. That seems weird to me. But yeah. 
They never put it on anything else except <laughs> until now. Um, so uh, Prince of Persia still looks sick as fuck. Um, I really want to play that game. Um, and let, let's do a little bit of a, a dive into Super Mario RPG. Not, not too much because we both played through the game. So there wasn't much news showing here. Um, I want to talk about uh, th- that um, percentage meter for if you do perfect blocks and perfect attacks. I think it's a great idea. I'm interested to um, see what the strategies would be for who's the best three to have out there when that's 100%. Um, but yeah, what are your thoughts on, on some of the new combat things they showed? I'm all for the, the new stuff. That's the whole point of a remake is you need to, it's going to have a little bit of newer things. Um, I know people would pro I'm, I, I'm guessing, no, I'm guessing, I'm guessing that you could probably turn that stuff off. I don't know that for sure, but I don't know that it's necessary. Like, I don't know that you need to use it, I guess. You could probably get the same experience not using it, but I like it. I like the fact that it's there. I like the fact that you could, you know, have a, a new thing to to learn in uh, Mario RPG, and it'll probably make the game a little easier. Yeah. Even though the game the game is easy as it is, but I'm old and I I don't have that much time to play games, so something that makes it easier for me, yeah, I'm all for it. The the Super Mario's and the Paper Mario's, which we'll get to, um, are supposed to be baby's first RPGs essentially is how i think i've described them a bunch Mm -hmm. um you know and this adding this thing seems to be keeping that going forward um i like the ideas of being able to rebattle the bosses i don't know what the point of it'll be in the game um or what the thing but i like the idea of making them harder and harder and just for people that want to challenge um in it um and i for those of us that have played the game way too much um, I don't know how much. Just the shot of him knocking on the door and saying the stone starts to shimmer or something like that got me way too excited. <laughs> because that means they are going to try to have, I forget the name of it, because my brain's just not working tonight. Um, you know, I, I, I couldn't remember Rockstar in the last segment, guys. So... Um, the Final Fantasy ass looking boss that's in um, in the original, and I think they're going to do it again. And I can't wait to see how epic that thing is going to be, especially with the changes they're making to the look of of the game itself. Um, but I, I as a split second, and I got I, I'm probably one of I would say twenty percent of people watching that that got that and got excited. But is there yeah. anything else you saw in that trailer? Uh, there was nothing really that jumped out to me, but I, I'm excited for it. I'm ready. I'm ready to play some Super Mario RPG. And then finishing out real quick before the big um, thing. Uh, so Trombone Champ is coming to Nintendo Switch. Seems like a perfect match. Um, Dave the Diver, indie game of the year. It seems like. Um, and then I think the other game that um, I'm looking forward to. And probably just maybe, maybe not ending up in extra life um, is the WarioWare Move It, mm. where you have to do poses. <laughs> and one of them is pecking like a chicken, where you have to put one Joy-Con on your nose, one Joy-Con down there your butt, and you got to peck like a chicken. It's going to be an interesting extra life, folks. Uh, it's going to be fun. Because uh, WarioWare is chaotic as it is, and they're introducing this stupid shit, and it's going to be amazing. 
Uh, and that comes out on November 23rd, uh, or November 3rd, I'm sorry. Um, so it will be right in time for that. Um, and last but not least, and when I say, when I heard them say we have one more thing and sort of alluding to a remaster or remake, I got excited. <laughs> and then they did it to you too, Mark. They did it to you too. Paper Mario Thousand Yard Door pops up, which I am excited about. It's my favorite Paper Mario. And I'm not taking away from that, but I am. Nintendo, where the fuck is my Wind Waker on Switch? Like, <laughs> seriously, you got to get that game off Wii U. It's, it's the ne only it's never coming. It's the only game that was popular on Wii U that did not get a port to Switch. It they're is waiting, they're waiting for the they're waiting for the Switch too, Mark. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Paper Mario Thousand Year Door, probably, in my opinion, the best Paper Mario game. Oh, easily. Um, I'm close. It, if you have not played it before, go buy this game when it comes out. Um, it'll be out sometime next year. I'm assuming it's going to be around E3 time, like Q4, probably. I, I keep looking for the pre-order. Yeah. I keep trying to find when yeah. when it's coming. but It's same. Uh but uh, yeah, so Nintendo, it's about 40 minutes. Most of it was good. Like I said, it's just a lot of stuff that we kind of knew about. Um, and the new things got revealed were slightly, one slightly disappointing to Tom with the F099 and me not seeing any win-win. Um, but moving on to one that maybe wasn't as, um, you know, deep on new stuff in it, but the things they did show um was just just spectacular um we'll do real quick on the sony state of play spider-man 2 looks amazing and i don't know how they're doing what they're doing um with it <laughs> and i i laughed at the one thing where they were like you can instantly switch from uh you know P peter the miles and i'm like oh you mean the thing gta 5 did on the on the xbox 360 <laughs> Like, that might not be the thing to lead with, because that has been done before. Now, if you say you can do it while they're on screen together, or something crazy like that, <laughs> um, where you don't need a loading screen, then bring that up. But don't announce it like that, because GTA V did it roughly 10, 11 years ago. Um, but still looks amazing. Um, probably not going to play that till next year, um, because yeah, so everything else coming out. It's a shame that that is going to get pushed. I still haven't finished Miles Morales. Same. And so, you know, I would like to finish that before I play the new game. It's a shame that my game of the year sequel is getting pushed to the back end for me. Um, and then the two Resident Evil 4 stuff got announced. They finally announced a separate ways DLC. The, for those of you who don't know, that's the Ada Wong story uh, during Resident Evil 4. Looks like there's a lot of new things. Looks like they're doing something different with her character at least from the last shot of the trailer. So very interested in that. Um, the VR mode um, looks fucking nuts. I don't know who will play that game in VR. And that says something coming from me, um, more so than Tom. Um, uh, so uh, the other weird thing that got announced was being able to finally buy official faceplate changes um, for your PS5. Uh, if you don't want it to be white, um, you can, like, I guess have it changed with like a mood ring color. I don't know. Uh, but finally officially doing that after people have been doing it on the third market since it came out. Um, 
Baby Steps looks like a fun streaming game that I'll probably watch a ton of people play, but not play. And um, that looks like a fun extra life game. Yeah. To try yeah, to figure that, out how the hell to play this stupid game. Yeah, yeah, that looks that looks like, you know, one of those things. Um, so that'll be the extra life 2024. Um, it, the funniest part about this next announcement with Roblox coming is that they specifically said it's coming to the PS4. Um, which I get because younger kids may not have PS5s, but like they said that like that wasn't weird. Yeah, it's very weird. <laughs> like, I'm not saying they should have done it. I'm just saying they should have had like maybe a caveat going, hey, it's a Roblox, a, you know, popular game on the computer coming to the PS4 where, you know, a lot of our younger gamers play or whatever, you know, something, you know, without it, like, Everybody going, yeah, but I can still play it on my PS5. You didn't have to say specifically PS4. Um, but yeah, that I don't get Roblox, and I'm it's my age. I'm not saying it's bad. Um, oh, it's definitely it's definitely not. Oh, it's not. We're not the target audience. For my, sure. my niece is absolutely obsessed with it, and I feel so bad because she tries to talk to me about it, and I can't reach the level of excitement she has um, for it. It's so weird to me. Like everything is, like everything is in Roblox. Yeah. And I don't know how it works. I don't know how you could possibly have everything. Like there's first person shooters. There's Five Night at Five Nights at Freddy's. There's you know everything you can build it and play it in Roblox. And it just yeah. it just makes no sense in my brain. Yeah. And uh, for those of you that own a PSVR two, the Ghostbusters game is coming um, for that Rise of the Ghost Lord. So it gives you something to actually play on that thing. Um, <laughs> apparently, Foam Stars is still a thing. Um, the open beta is coming uh, for that, if you're interested in checking that out. Um, a thing that I'm only excited about on this podcast, uh, Tales of Arise is getting an expansion yes, in November. I am one. pumped. I am I'm a huge Tales fan. Um, so that was a surprise. I'm like, are they? I was sitting there going, I was doing the same thing as a couple people I was watching, going, is this is this Tales of Arise two? Are they doing a two? Like, how, how do you do a two? <laughs> as somebody <laughs> to beat the game, like, so um, it'll be interesting to see what they how they do the story. There. There's a there's a little gap. There's a little space that they can do an additional story after the end of that game. So interested to see that, but. We buried the lead because it's the thing we're going to talk about the most um, here. They gave the best trailer that I've ever seen for a video game for <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. And I was literally screeching and <laughs> gasping and giggling throughout the entire thing. Because for those of us who played the game, as I've seen many streamers and creators react to it going they're showing too much they're sh they're showing everything they're um, giving it they're giving us everything we asked for yeah they're just everything uh so i'll start with my um initial thoughts and then if those of you listening can hear i need to go get some water <laughs> for my voice um i'll let tom give his thoughts um second but uh, my quick thoughts on this is I they've had to have been developing this game side by side with Seven Remake. Like I can, this, I can almost guarantee you that they've been they've been doing this at least since 2018 or 2019. Because there's the no scale, way they haven't. The scale of this game is insane, um, and just the things they're giving you, 
And the fact that this is barely going to get to this two from where I hear they're ending it. Um, and I, I don't know what three is going to be. I don't, um, but I, I have a feeling the end of this game is where it's going to divulge from. It from has the to. Game. It has to. It's going to be a big di- divulge, and you're not going to. I don't know that you'll get all of all of yeah. disc three in the third game, whatever they're going to call it. Yeah. Um, it's going to be yeah. reunion because they already they, hinted it here. They can't call it reunion. They called it Crisis Core reunion. Oh yeah, they they're did. Gonna, they're gonna have to call it Revengeance or something or Revengeance or whatever. Yeah, yeah, let's get some Metal Gear naming in there. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna hand it over to Tom for a quick two-minute <laughs> brief thoughts on the game without going too deep because I want to go deep conversation with you when I come back. I gotta okay. get some water before I can no longer speak. So <laughs> take it away, Tom. So quick overall, wow, wow was really all I can say about this when I first saw it. Just the scale of everything, the scale, this, the scale of everything when they zoom out to the the map, the fact that you're going to be able to explore all that, the fact that you're going to be able to explore everything. It seems like um, I just can't believe that they're they're giving us that much to do in this game, which is I guess why it's on two discs, which is they're still they still keep posting that two on two discs. We haven't had that since like the PlayStation One. When it was on three discs, like, oh, it's on three discs. It must be huge, which this game must be huge because I can't imagine a game taking up two discs, two Blu-rays uh, to to make this game. But the fact that there's Chocobos, uh, incredible. The fact that you can go anywhere on these Chocobos, incredible. Uh, Vincent, incredible. Uh, I don't like that you can't play as him, but that it is what it is. He'll, he'll get to play as him at some point. Um, I just... I can't wait to get to Junin. I can't wait to get to the Gold Saucer. These are all places that I've wanted to go since the original was was created and put out. And I'm going to be able to do that in this game. It, it's mind-blowing. They showed... they the, Everything they showed, I couldn't get enough of. I wanted more. Just keep showing me more. But they had to cut it off at some point. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, with the, with the Gold Saucer, it's just... I'm more interested. I got excited by the stuff they showed. Um, obviously, with the mini games all being in there, and I'm assuming there's going to be chocobo breeding um, in it. But I, I don't know. I don't know if there's going to be chocobo breeding or if it's going to be like um, it's either going to be like Breath of the Wild or possibly Horizon, where you would have to capture these these special chocobo or do certain true. quests okay. to get yeah. them. I, could buy I don't that. know that they'll go full in depth with breeding because breeding itself in seven took forever. So I don't know yeah. if they're going to go full balls to the wall. You're going to breed chocobos. It's going to take you 10 hours to breed a chocobo to what you, to get what you need, yeah. or if they're going to make it quests, That's I'd true. be okay. I'd, I would be okay. If it was quests. Uh, yes. As, know, as an older person now. Right. <laughs> As we've stated, as a person who has limited time to play these games, I would be okay with that. Uh, I'm sure people would be pissed because that's just the way it goes. Yeah. You can't. You're not going to make everybody happy. But uh, the fact that there is, they showed a black chocobo and a blue chocobo doing the things that they are supposed to do, I I about jumped out of my chair yeah. when I saw that. Yeah, and and just finishing up on the gold saucer, the story implications is what's got me excited because of the whole. They introduced that Jesse was supposed to be a singer um, yep. 
at the Gold Saucer. So the split timeline thing. Um, and I think I have to rewatch the trail or the uh, the coverage of the people playing. But I believe on the one it posters um, that that they have in the demo. Um, I think Jesse and Biggs are on it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so it'd be real interesting to see um, if they tap into that little thing that you could have completely missed in remake uh, about her being in in singing at the Gold Saucer um, and coming home because of her dad. Um, the I think I think the thing that impressed me most with the trailer is they walk the fine line that's really hard in games like this, where they're giving us enough to get excited about because we know what's going to happen or think we know what's going to happen. So give us enough to get us, get our arrogance up, get our excitement <laughs> up um, to, for things that could happen. Um, but also leave enough of it vague that people that have no idea what, what happened in the original game um, will be, you know, completely not spoiled on anything. Um, I don't think, unless if you know the story, there aren't, you won't be able to put the pieces together like some of us can put them together. Um, and they're even changing the name of the, where the uh, final part of this game takes place. Um, because I believe they're calling it Capital instead of City. Uh, I think that's a localization thing more than anything. Okay. I don't, I don't think it's, I mean, it could be, it very well could be, but I think it's a localization thing more than anything. Could but be. I could be wrong. Uh, but yeah, you're right. They're calling things different things. So it could have some implications that, yeah. oh, it's not the same place or, you know, something like yeah. that. And then two things from all the stuff that came out after the trailer. Um, uh, one of the directors, I don't know if it was um, Nomura or the actual director, said that it's going to be 100 hours of gameplay. And it, I, put it in my veins, Mark. I was like, I got both excited and dread it a little bit going, <laughs> oh, I'm going to lose like weekends to this. Um, just like Persona it. 5. I'm going to lose everything to this, Mark. I'm going to lose <laughs> every every waking hour that I'm not yeah. watching a child. <laughs> I'm going to lose to this game. I'm hoping that the actual main story is somewhere around 75 for the size they're showing. And the 100 is if you do a lot of extra stuff. I don't want it to be like Persona 5, where that game was legitimately 110 hours. Like, you could, like, you could have cut out some of the side stuff and kept it to like 100. But if you did the side stuff that you needed to make the rest of the game bearable and easy, it was 110 flat, you yeah. know? And I'm hoping that's not where this is. Because as much as I love that game uh, and this game, I don't know, unless if they do a lot of crazy shit, like, three quarters of the way through. I don't know if a game where you're not making choices like you do in persona has the staying power for people to stay with it for 110 hours. Um, I'm saying not us. We will hundred yeah. percent, but I'm talking about, I'm talking about most people. Um, I think that's why the personas can get away with it because of the whole um, relationship system. Um, well, Mark, yeah. uh, there will be There's a relationship system here. Just a heads up. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, see. we don't know. We don't know how it's going to work yet, but there will most likely be a relationship system in this game. I, I art thou, thou art I. That's a persona reference for all of you. <laughs> um, yeah. So 
super excited about everything in this game. Um, I'm, I, I can't wait to get into uh, next time I see you in person to just geek about all the spoiler stuff that is in it. Oh yeah, because I, mean, I don't really want to mention it here. Um, but yeah, there's there's stuff we can talk about, but there's definitely oh, yeah. stuff that we'd probably want to avoid. So, yeah, um, the, and just the, the June and stuff to me is so cool, and I can't. Yeah. So did you hear the change as, to that mini game? What I don't see that's the thing I don't know. As soon as I okay. saw Cloud walking in front of all of those those soldiers, yeah, I, yeah it got an immediate anxiety attack. So the change to it is if remember from the original game, um, I guess kind of spoilers, but um you march as one of the soldiers. Um right. apparently in this one, you are leading the soldiers and you get to pick the makeup of the soldiers behind you, and depending on what you choose, has a different reward or outcome or success rate or something um so i'll be quick saving before this just like <laughs> i did in the original game is what i'm hearing yeah yeah so um yeah that that's kind of cool way to i hope they switch some of the stuff up like that like just a little tweak on it um and the two-story things i'm interested in um i want to know who that figure in the cloak is we have theories i'll talk about it with tom off podcast but yeah, I'm there, interested there to are see. lots of theories. I like one of them. Yeah, more, um, than, more than others. And I love the fact that Catchy has an Irish accent. Now we're also going to determine if his name is in fact Catchy or Kate Sith. I just love the fact that if they're going to lean into that actual pronunciation, that they made him Irish. He's been Scottish, if or he, Scottish well, or whatever. Yeah. If you've played, um. Crisis, not Crisis Core. Um, Dirge of Cerberus. Yeah, he is. He the, he has that accent in that game also. So that is ignorance and, on my part, as I did and, not play Dirge of Cerberus. And I think in <laughs> Advent Children, I think he's got that accent also. God, I haven't seen Advent Children in twenty years. You got so if you if you haven't seen, there's a like director's cut. You need to see the director's cut. It's okay. it's worth investing. Game, game Fault Watch Along. <laughs> Hey, I'd be I'd be down for that. Um, don't, don't tempt yeah. me with a good time, Mark. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll 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 put it closer to the release of this. That might actually be a good thing to to plan out. Um, but yeah, I I the bat the battle system looks amazing, and they they look like they're giving like individuality to some people. Like I already know Red Thirteen has a whole different system that um, is based on blocking. Um, yeah, it's that interesting that they're, it's interesting that they're making characters defensive or offensive depending yeah. on who they are. I like yeah. that. Yeah, and I like that and I like having the team up attacks not cost ATB. Um, I also like that it's everybody has their own team up attacks that yeah. it's not just the same somebody thing. in Cloud or or somebody in Barrett. Yeah. I like that everybody's going to have their own individual yeah. ones. Yeah, and I the last thing I'll leave it on Tom and if you have any other thoughts. I like the change that happens if you watch anybody play this demo. Um that's at the bottom of the Junon town, like who you find down there. I like that change because it's an organic way to bring Yuffie into the park. So I haven't watched it yet, but okay. I imagine it's Yuffie instead of the little girl. Correct. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and that makes sense because People were going to freak out about that either way. Yeah. 
because of yeah. the stupid mini game that you have to do there. Yeah, I wonder if the mini game's still there. But the, apparently, the dolphin is there because I've seen that in the Mr. Dolphin, footage. awesome. And um, and you fight that boss. Um, that was the end of the demo for people. Okay. Just fighting that boss. So I, I, I love that it answered the question I think me and you had on a podcast previously was how do you introduce Yuffie? Because the way she's introduced in the other games, you just randomly find her in the woods. Right. You know, but she's not an and established you, character. You, and you have to fight her, which yeah. I don't know. Did they show any of that? Did you have to fight her when you find no, her here? No. Or, or do you save it, her from that boss? Yeah, she's just basically the, the girl. Okay. Not sense. not in the same help like like I think she, maybe she tried to fight it herself. Right. You know, sort of thing. Um, but yeah, so there and of course Matthew Mercer follows us everywhere and Vincent shows <laughs> up for a split second in this game. I love it. And my favorite thing, I forget who it was. I think it was Minmax I was watching because I watched everybody watch this trailer and break it down. Um, Easy Allies and Minmax were probably the the, the funniest and then of course go to maximilian dude if you want the um oh, we, deep breakdown you um, gotta you just gotta watch it for his reaction yeah yeah and then <laughs> just his deep breakdown of everything but i think it's janet garcia on the min max one says to when vincent shows up she goes is he a vampire or just a regular man and ben hansen goes yes <laughs> <laughs> The answer is you're looking for is yes. <laughs> and I just I had to rewind because I laughed through the rest of their little segment on it because it was such a, 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 a without spoiling anything. How do you answer the question? <laughs> yes. Oh, so good. I can't wait. I'm so glad that they're not hiding him behind DLC. Um, well, they're going to they're hiding playing as him behind DLC. Yeah. But. But. Yeah, that I, we kind of knew that was gonna happen. I feel like we kind of saw that coming anyway. Yeah. So yeah, they'll I'm probably, not... yeah, they'll probably tell his story. Yeah, I hope. I hope it's a. Oh, this is how Vincent came to be the way he is. I hope it's something like that. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It, if it's, it'll, it'll be a Turks game essentially. I would is love. What it should I, would, be. I would love that. Well, there already is a Turks game. What the hell is the name of that game? Before well, Crisis. Yeah, yeah, I no, well, yeah, yeah. That's what we were talking about before. That's the BC. You know, you have Advent right, Children. Right. Before Crisis, Crisis Core, Dirty yeah. Cerberus, yeah. Ever Crisis, yeah, um, yeah. Before and, Crisis, yeah, that would be, yeah, that would be it. But I'm talking about like you play as Vincent and the three Turks, the two, you know, the, the three that we met, um, you know, and just as a party of four in a in a two to three hour two chapter DLC um, yep. would be fantastic. Be totally fine with that, and it allows you to expand Rude. You know, if you want to, his, his love of Tifa, um, you know, if you want to do that for some odd reason. Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting how they expand them uh, throughout this game. But I'm so excited. I, we, we need to move on because we could talk about this for another we could be here. We could, hour. We could have a whole podcast just on this trailer. trailer and I'm pretty yeah. sure they just released another trailer today at TGS, which I yeah. haven't seen yet. Um, yeah, I got to go check it out. I just got home like not that long ago so i need to go i need to go deep dive into that and then watch uh, maximilian dude geek out about it uh that yeah the uh yeah the <laughs> all, all watching all those people were great um but yeah go my suggestion for anybody out there who hasn't for some reason not seen this yet is i would watch the trailer on your own first and then go watch you know 
easy allies, Maximilian dude and and Min Max, and because they're three different reactions, all positive, but just the way this game is like taking over people is great. Uh, and just for reference, I've already pre-ordered the deluxe edition. Yes, I pre-ordered the regular edition because I didn't see anything in the deluxe edition that I needed. Well, it's uh, the it's my favorite game of all time. I'm gonna down. I'm gonna oh, get the deluxe edition. <laughs> I kept hitting refresh on <laughs> collector's edition Tears of the Kingdom, so you don't need to make excuses to me, Tom, <laughs> for three months um, to get that. Um, by the way, I pre-ordered the Zelda Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom Amiibo that's coming out in November as well. Not even really playing the game anymore. Just going to make it part of my Zelda collection. I really um, need to get back into that, but that's another tangent. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the final boss, so <laughs> I'm going to finish it at some point. Um, but speaking of Final Fantasy, leads us right in uh, in this show of transitions um, to oh, our yeah. retro roulette game. Um, Final Fantasy 3. The original, not six, um, yeah. for the Japan, Nintendo Entertainment System. Japan three. Japan three. Um, Tom, um, you can go over briefly your thoughts. I know you had some trouble, uh, yeah, on stream. Uh, but just just give your thoughts overall, and if you want to explain to the people what happened. So, since this game was not released in North America, I was trying to use a translation patch to play Brew the NES version on stream. Um, it was, it did not go well. Uh, first of all, the game is freaking hard. Yes. Any version you play is difficult. Um, but I, it's one of the original NES ones. So you go through, you name your four characters. You only get four. Uh, and you, it's kind of to, to get the information of what's happening was kind of weird. I kind of, I kind of get the gist of what was happening. You're, you were picked as you know your 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 four people are gonna save the world. You're gonna reignite the crystal or whatever because crystals are are what the what Final Fantasy was all about at that point. Still is obviously if you played sixteen, it's still there. Um, but what I what happened to me was I got to a point where I was at a town and I realized that the, all of the characters looked like ghosts, and I was like, I, I, something's wrong here. I don't know what's going on, but nothing all these character spreads are broken little did i know that is actually a plot point in the game is that everybody's a ghost <laughs> uh-huh uh. because i ended up playing the 3ds version which i have and then i figured out that i had the psp version downloaded on a vita that was thrown away not thrown away but like thrown in a a bucket that i i didn't know where i i thought i had a physical version of the the psp version but i didn't I had it down, downloaded on a Vita, which I hadn't touched in quite some time. And I played the Vita version and the 3DS version up to about the same point. And I, I would recommend the PSP version to anybody who's actually trying to play it over the NES or the yeah. 3DS version. Agreed. I really like... I'll, I'll, I'll talk about the PSP version. I really like the characters that they give you. Because in the NES version, there's no backstory or no information about the characters. You just name them. You're the characters. You go on a quest. In the remakes, they give you a lot more information, a lot more character development. And if you've ever played uh, an old Final Fantasy or an old Dragon Quest or Dragon Warrior, this plays very similarly. There's not a whole lot different. Uh, The only thing that's really different is that the 
job system is very stringent. You pick a job, that's your job. That's it. There's no changing it. There's no doing anything else. Yeah. Your your character has a job. That's their job for the whole game, which can be a good thing or a bad thing, depending on how you play. Me personally, I probably would be fine with that because I don't really change jobs too often for different characters. But uh, but yeah, overall, it's a pretty good game. It's definitely got its its downsides, but uh, if you if you like an old school RPG that's hard, this is this is a game for you. Yeah. Yeah, and, and just piggybacking off uh, Tom's point, um, I played the Pixel Remaster, and I agree. Do not try and figure out a way to play the NES version. It's not worth it um, no, not. at all. Uh, Pixel Remasters are great. Um, the fun thing about this um, for Final Fantasy III is that it was the first time in the series where the creators, um, you know, did the thing where we don't like how the last game went, so we're going back to the first game ideas. Yep. Because um, this, if I remember Final Fantasy II, from what I've heard about it, haven't played it, um, that was basically like, like essentially how six, seven, and eight are in terms of story, like dark, you know, deep story more than you know worrying about you know Final Fantasy ish stuff, which back then was like crystals, as you mentioned, and having four warriors and all that stuff or warriors of light warriors light and you know you know all, all that all that stuff um was only in one and three two was a little bit different and didn't sell as well so they went back to three um there's this whole chart that someone made that you can basically have like a family tree sort of thing for the first uh nine final fantasies and where they break um from each other like one and three sort of go with four and five because of the job system, mm-hmm. you know, and then two goes with, you know, six through nine, essentially, uh, because those are the games that aren't necessarily job system games um, to the same extent as the other ones are. Um, again, people that are a little bit deeper in it might be want to correct us on Twitter. Um, but yeah, my, my playthrough of this is just very much reminds me of why I have a hard time with one, especially, and, um, you know, four and five, uh, playing through it, it's just the, as, as good of an idea as the job system is, the, the playing through it, um, I, I don't want to have to think that much about certain things. Um, it's why the Zodiac Edition of 12 um, gives me a little bit of issues, too, because you can, you can do two different jobs there. You can a whole bunch of crazy stuff with that. Um, but the... The game itself, um, at some point, I'm going to have to beat it because my goal with getting these Pixel Remasters is to beat 5 through 1, um, which would get me all the way up to 16 in terms of games I've beaten. Um, and, uh, yeah, this one's going to be a struggle as I play just a little <laughs> bit of this. Um, I'm already... I know one... One, I'm definitely just going to play with a with a guide, like just straight through. Like I'm just going to... Whatever the m- best min-max way of doing it, just to get it through and put it on my plate because there's such such a minimal story to it that it's just getting it on my you know resume there. But three is very much um, I think the last game before they fine tuned it to where it um, gets to be the Final Fantasy that we all know and love. Yeah, I've, four, I, four I've heard forward is great. I've heard that four is a lot of people's favorite. Yeah, uh, yeah. If four is your favorite, if you like the like 
battle systems and stuff like that. Um, and six and like a little bit of the later ones tend to be if you love story. I think it's how I heard someone break it down. Like four is the best mechanics of any of yeah, them. That makes sense. Um, and, you know, so it really depends on the type of um, Final Fantasy you want to play. But yeah, my thought just going through three a little bit here is um, I'm not looking forward to it whenever I get to it. Um, but um, it's always interesting to see where these things, where, where, where these series have come from. And you can, when going back with the knowledge of knowing where they went, you can see the seeds of some of these games, like the good nuggets from them being taken and put in into other games. And it's, it's always a great way to um, follow the, follow the stretch of a, fra- like a, the life of a franchise. Uh, but yeah. Um, do you have anything else? Not really. I mean, it, it was an enjoyable game. The characters are interesting. Uh, like I said, it, with such a stringent job system, I think I would enjoy it, but I feel as though I should look up what the, what the best way to go about it is. Cause I would be pissed if I picked the wrong job all the way at the beginning and it made my life hell going through the game. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I do feel like that we would be on each on one side of that argument in terms of final fantasy games. Um, you know, in terms of, you know, if the mechanics are really good on your end, you love it. All I need is a good story. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I like a good story too, but I, if a game does not play. Yeah. That's what I mean. Way for me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, you're right. I mean, if a game doesn't play well for me, I'm going to be turned off on it yeah. very quickly, but I, I, I would not be okay with a crap story either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, what I meant was like, I can excuse a bad mechanics if I really like the story. Yeah. Yeah. I get and that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's okay. They're, you know, neither one is good or bad. You know, it's just a preference, but listen to you talk and the way I talked about it was kind of like, <laughs> Oh, I, yeah, we're on, I can see this, but yeah. So yeah. If, if you're, if you're a masochist and want to try and find the NES version, or if you know Japanese, feel free. Uh, but I recommend the pixel remasters are probably your best bet. Um, to find or, now uh, the easiest way yeah or if you if you're in emulation i would recommend ppsspp and playing the psp yeah. version yeah 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 it really goes psp version probably best version um but you know the most convenient way is is just grab the pixel remasters but and get you five other games you might love um uh, that are much that probably are better or at least <laughs> half of them are um so uh, score time, Tom. I'll let you go. I'm gonna give it a three and a half out of five. Yeah, just because uh, I, I hate the fact that you couldn't make a mistake in the beginning that kills the game for you. That's it. Yeah, and I'm gonna go slightly below you, and um, probably because I didn't play as much as you did. Um, so I think really get deep in to see um, the story grabbed me. So I'm three out of five. Um, probably would be in the bottom third of Final Fantasies for me from what I played so far. Uh, but yeah, yeah, still, still worth, still worth checking out. Cause I'm, I'm a completionist in terms of at least seeing every version of series as, which is why in both ends I've played lightning returns and, um, spirit tracks <laughs> on Zelda's side. Um, one of these days it. I'll play lightning if you returns. If you can't, lo- if you can't love me at your worst, you can't have me at my best. <laughs> That's how I feel about those two series. But Anyway, um, let us know your thoughts. 
follow us on Twitter or X, formerly known as Twitter, as all my emails from it say. Jesus Christ, um, it's Twitter. I'm never calling it X ever. I, I believe we are on Blue Scry. If you have been let through the pearly gates um, into that thing, um, and we may be on Threads. I'm not sure. We're definitely on Threads. We're on Threads. 100%. So where wherever you go to escape uh, that hellscape that is Twitter, um, we are there for you. So yep. feel free to let us know your opinions on Final Fantasy 3 on there. But Tom, we need to find out what we're playing next on Monday. Let's spin that wheel. Tom, so uh, we went from one of your favorite series to another. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and just as I was talking about games that are sort of controversial in the series, um, we have um, one this week for another long-going series. Tom, what game are we playing? We are playing Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, and Sir. I will be playing the, uh, the PS4 version. Nice, yeah. So join us on Monday. Uh, Tom will be playing. I will be commentating with him, um, you know, just for the uh, sure fact that for a game like this, somebody with experience should probably own the sticks. <laughs> so after what happened with Kingdom Hearts 2 and I couldn't figure out how to get out of the beginning area now, um, on my own. Mark, for reference, I have never played this game. So this is going to be a blind playthrough of, of Birth by Sleep for me. So it should but be you, interesting. You have much more experience. <laughs> yes, I've played every other Kingdom Hearts pretty much, but <laughs> I've not played Birth by Sleep. So I'm, in, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to get, get into this. Yeah, so um, join us on Monday for that. Um, Tuesday, maybe roll over Volcano High if I don't finish it on Sunday, the day before this airs. Um, and then we should get a schedule together for, um, you know, other games going forward now that hopefully my computer is good. Um, and the other big announcement, which we will pop out on Twitter on Monday when this airs, um, the dates for Extra Life this year. And yes, I said dates. Um, we're going to do uh, two 12-hour streams, um, not one 24, because, again, we're getting old. And plus, we want to give you the best quality we can over over the marathon rather than the whatever happens at 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning. Um, it's not that fun anymore at our age for you or us. So um, the first night will be November 11th. We will honor the veterans by playing video games for 12 hours um, that night. And then on the 18th, we will follow up with another 12. Probably, definitely one of these nights will be Jackbox will be involved. Um, and then we may or may not do a D&D thing. Uh, may just be straight video games since we're doing 12 hours and don't have to eat up three hours um, with D&D. But we'll keep you, keep you posted. If you guys really want D&D, let us know. Uh, but yeah, so be on the lookout. Um, we should have the website up by next episode. Um, I like to get it out like right before New Year Comic Con. Um, so look forward to that. And um, yeah, so it's probably we'll get the times correct. You know, it'll either it'll either be nine to nine, twelve, 12 something like that. Um, so not so adjust accordingly to your time zone because those are all Eastern Standard times. Uh, so all right, Tom, uh, we're gonna be playing some Kingdom Hearts in a couple hours. So. <laughs> I am excited. Me too. I'm, I'm pumped. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us. Um, 
Thank you uh, for uh, joining me on Sunday, if you did. I want to get that out early. I know Vince and a couple other listeners do pop in for all those. So I thank you um, ahead of time here from, from the past um, there. But uh, we will be back um, in two weeks um, with our pre-New York Comic Con show. Um, or Yeah, it's pre because it's a week later than usual this week. Um, so be on the lookout for that. And then um, keep an eye on our Twitter or Blue Sky or Threads for our uh, stream schedule for the week. So uh, for Tom, I'm Mark, and we'll see you next time. Bye.